On New Year's Eve 2009, we decided to come up with goals, not resolutions, for the year ahead. We wanted to take control of our lives instead of sitting back and letting life happen to us or pass us by. Every year since, we've created a bucket list that encouraged each other and worked toward achieving our goals throughout the year. In 2012, we started to document our journey in our blog, The Great Goal Rush. I'm Chris. And I'm Lissa. And this is The Great Goal Rush Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Chris and Lissa's Great Goal Rush Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Chris, and sitting next to me having a hard time with a shot would be... Lissa! Bringing in the noise, bringing in the funk. The funk. We decided to... Oh, good Lord. We decided to take a shot right before the episode because we felt like it, and... You know, I, I love shots. Absolutely oh, love shots. And Lissa burning. has a problem with them. What did your mom say? Oh, uh, what does I she say? I can feel on my senses. Oh, yeah. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> my mom took a shot, a strong shot, a while, <clears throat> excuse me, a while ago. And uh, she was like, oh, I can feel all my senses. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? But, oh, you know, that makes me laugh to this day. For those who are out there who feeling, enjoy shots. Feeling your senses. Yeah, that's great. But Lissa is still struggling. Um, it's um, more like a, I treat a shot like a shooter. Like I take a yes. little sip and then take another sip. Which, if Ooh. you don't enjoy a shot, it should just be quick, fast, to the point, so you don't have to worry about sip, sip, sip. No, put it down. It burns. Put it down. She's still trying, but there she goes. Mm. So thank you, everybody, for joining us on another episode of this podcast. Uh, we are so thankful for all of our CrossFit chihuahuas who are out there. Chihuahua, chihuahua. So this episode is a little bit different than others. We're going to talk about a bunch of things. We're going to talk about a bunch of goals that we've accomplished so far uh, in January. And it's we're, we're starting off hot, starting off real hot this like year. Like my esophagus right now. I didn't say burning. I said we starting off hot. Burning hot. But we we really are. So we're going to go through some of these because it's hard to just post every single small update on Facebook. So why not use this platform to discuss some of our progress uh, this year? Can we talk about Facebook for a second? Because I get in those moments where I'm like, should I post this? And I'm like, heck yeah, I should. It's our Facebook page. But I'm like... Do I even bother? Like, what's the point? Should I even share this? It's so small. I'm like, do people even care about this? I get kind of well d- d- negative about our stuff. And I'm like, screw that. Well, It's our fucking page. You do have people who follow us. So if people follow us, then they do care about our updates. So I know, but I just kind of get only down right like, to, who cares? I think it's only right to do it. Um, and oh, my God, the, this is burning. For those who don't know, Lissa is in charge of the... Um, Facebook post. She always, she's the one who posts things, uh, and I'm kind of doing the the podcast thing. So as we've mentioned before, Chris sometimes doesn't know what I post until someone comes up to him and asks him or t- talks about, it and he's like, "What?" Well, the reason why is because I know you're posting something every single day, and obviously I know what it is because we've done it, but I don't know when you're posting it. Mm-hmm. So someone might talk to me about it, and then it's like, "Oh wait, I don't know what was posted online." So uh, that's where that comes about, but. Yeah, I mean, we're going to continue to keep doing that. And some things are kind of small. 
but they're goals nonetheless. So we, you know, we'll post on Facebook or you hear it through the podcast. And, and if you don't want to see it, then don't follow our Facebook page. Why are you yelling? Why are you getting I don't upset? mean to There's yell. No I'm, I just, I'm holding down whatever I just drank. How about you just not say anything for a second until you can okay. get, get things together? Speaking of alcohol. Oh, keep talking then. Proceed. <clears throat> Speaking of alcohol, I'm going to pretend like I'm taking over the podcast. To my left is Christopher Godzilla White, and tonight we are going to complete a goal live on the podcast. We're going to drink a 40 ounce of beer. (laughs) No, we're not. With orange juice, also known as a brass monkey, also known as a beer mimosa. You Tell know, me why you wanted to add this. Oh, before we get into that, that would have been a perfect time for a setup. Like you could have said, if you stick with us before this podcast is over, we will complete a goal. That's why I'm not a host. All I'm right. just a co-host. Um, all right. So I listen to a bunch of things, a bunch of podcasts. Um, I listen to a lot of entertainment and media. And growing up, I remember people drinking orange juice in um, beer. Not in my family or anything, but I remember hearing it on whether it was TV or some video or something. But I was listening to a podcast and someone had mentioned that last year. And I was like, oh, my gosh. You know, it's something I hadn't thought about in 20, 30 years. So I've never done it. I'm not a huge beer drinker. I like liquor. um, But I love orange juice. So why not put things together and make it happen? I want to try it. Like, why not? So I decided to do it. Now, I have no idea what this is going to taste like. But you filed this under black shit uh, honestly no because i don't know do we need to read i haven't been around any black person who did this okay. however it's beer and the beer that i chose happens to be a personal favorite of my dad's yeah. and orange juice so yeah. i mean so it, we need to re- we need to change it no so i like it okay it's it's, it's it's it can be black shit, it can be pro black shit, whatever you make it you make it so you exactly. make it whatever you want it, to make here's it. the bottom line if i do it it's black shit because i'm black i'll accept that there you go i have no other choice um so should i <laughs> that's right should i try it now or should i wait Let's do it try it all right so keep chris is on. picking up the bottle He's unscrewing the top and he's shaking his head at my commentary there's no need for play by play just keep talking He's sipping, putting his tongue in the bottle. He's drinking. He's savoring. He's t- contemplating life. Yeah, it's fantastic. There you go. It is a, it's a mix between a beer and orange juice. No, it's just, for those who don't like a strong taste of a beer, it just kind of mutes it a little bit, but makes it taste pretty, yeah, like mean, a watered-down beer. If you have a blue moon, you put orange in it. So, like, right. what's the difference? It's very close to that. Um, the beer that I chose was uh, a Miller High Life because yep. that is a solid beer. It happens to be one of and my dad's favorite. And it's a champagne of beer, right. so if you're having a beer mimosa, why would you not use... Also, shout out to my dad who loves Miller High Life. Uh, so that was a um, reason why I chose that beer. But that's good. I mean, that's really good. I could sit around and drink that because... One of the reasons why I don't like beer is I hate the acidity. I can't mm. stand those Yeah, but those then you've got bubbles. orange juice acidic. Yeah, no, but the acidity of the acid bubbles, like what burns down. The, the re- effervescence. The effervescence or anything. Like, I don't like, that's why I don't drink soda. I don't like Coke. I don't like Pepsi. I don't like any of that stuff. It burns when it goes down my throat. Like a 
bad burn. I like the burn of uh, liquor, not the burn of Pepsi. It's gross. Um, anyway, so throughout the show, I will be drinking that. I don't know if I, you know, Here, this is a 40 ounce. You, so I could be on the floor by the time this is over, but it'll be entertaining. Uh, let's talk about some of your goals and something that you did this past week. Um, let's talk about the letter to the editor. Well, that wasn't a goal, but one of well, my goals no, this not. year, I wanted to focus really focus on a couple of important political issues and one of them is the equal rights amendment and uh the um how do i explain this let's see here it's up for ratification in virginia what is the era amendment (sighs) the equal rights amendment basically allows for women to be represented in the u.s constitution explicitly by law Yes. Yeah. So, uh, for so back in the seventies, it was it was approved by a lot of states, and then so I don't know if people know this, but in order for an amendment to be added to the Constitution, thirty eight states need to ratify it. I forget the percentage: two thirds, three fourths, whatever. I'm terrible at numbers, but Virginia is the last state. For it to be, in order for it to be ratified, Virginia is the last state, and it could go to the Constitution. It could be added to the Constitution if Virginia ratifies it. So it's important. So it's up to Virginia to make so this happen. It's, yeah, it's up to Virginia is the last state. It, it pushes it over the edge, and it's been idle for so long. Can, can I cut you off real quick? Please do. The, the only reason why this is frustrating to me, and I hate to like make anything frustrating, is like you're explaining this, and anyone with a brain understands like oh first off they're probably thinking two things one oh this hasn't happened yet this is crazy or two who could possibly vote against this and unfortunately we are in a political climate where there is a certain party republicans who don't want to see this happen majority of them if not all so this this is why we are still go ahead well i was going to say this was proposed and had a lot of bipartisan support. Mm-hmm. And then after and then... after uh, it lost a little steam in the 80s, the Republicans actually removed it from their political agenda, and then it was kind of lost. And now they're, despite being strongly Republican and having, sorry, strongly bipartisan support initially, now it's like it's turned it's into party this line. De- debate of like, abortion it's like super strange it has nothing to do with abortion it's just about equality and a lot of conservative groups are putting a lot of money into anti-era uh funding which is depressing (laughs) and um i wrote a letter to so first off our the prince william board of supervisors voted against it even though you could argue whether or not it should have even gotten in front of them but they voted against it in december and after reading the comments from the people who uh were speaking out against it during the board meeting and also the board themselves i was so disgusted by their reaction to it that i wrote a letter to all of the board and then adapted that into a letter to the editor and it was published this week and i'm very happy about it and as you can tell published in the local newspaper yes. 
You have to asterisk that. Well, no, I know, no. I'm saying, like you said, it was published. People don't know Sorry, where it was, it was published. published in Inside Nova. And I have, want, anyone who listens to us should know or should have an understanding that I am a much better writer than I am a speaker, and it's I'm more comfortable in a writing position than I am speaking. So like you take your time when you write. Yeah, I really I take my time. I'm very deliberate, and it's harder. It's hard for me to if I'm not communicating this properly through my audible words, mm-hmm. then my written words should be able to communicate it better. It's not that I'm I don't know what I'm talking about. It's sometimes I just. You like to take your time uh, and be patient with your thoughts and then put them on a piece of paper. Yes. So I was really happy about that because it was the first time I've ever been in, I've ever been in a newspaper for my writing. Yes. And that's very exciting for me because I'm very proud of my writing. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, who knows if it will move the needle, but it's something I'm very passionate about. And ultimately, my support of the ERA has nothing to do with some of the claims that the other side is making such as like like I know that you know they talked about everyone will be in the same bathrooms and women will have to be drafted now like those are some of the claims that are being made on the other side and it's my my point of view is that I am um, given the fact given I work where I work we witness in the role that I've played I've learned a lot about democracy internationally and I've learned how quickly it can backslide, and even in our own country. So I'm very focused on on issues that strengthen our own democracy in the United States. And this is one of them, but I think that it strengthens our foundation. It strengthens our democracy. And if we are better represented, and that's also why I'm supporting DC statehood, and that's also why I, I am supporting uh, ending gerrymandering those uh, there are a few things that though it's not like the sexy topic it's not it doesn't they are extremely important they're there it's like big picture <clears throat> issues that help help us as a democracy and if you if you if you don't agree with those issues it just it does make me question whether you do what you do want our democracy to work because we should be represented. That's that's all I'll say. Well, considering that women outnumber men, um, yeah, of course. We should be officially represented. Of course. But to your points that you mentioned before, the two things like, well, we'll be sharing the same bathrooms. Honestly, if we shared the same bathrooms, there wouldn't be an issue if everyone had a stall. I'm sorry. I know this is this is completely different from what ERA stands for. It, but it's like, totally different. But yeah, it, it these these fear of like, oh my gosh, well we're using the same bathroom or women will be drafted. What are we? First so off, what? I'm pretty sure that can already happen. Yeah, of course. But secondly, who cares? abortion is illegal. So whether or not you disagree with it or agree with it, that one say that one more time. Abortion is legal. Thank you. Um, it doesn't make a difference like this what this is people have claimed i don't want to get too much in the weeds but there have been people that have said this will allow for an unlimited amount of abortions yeah, like which is that's, so stupid. um that's not a thing and that has been used i'm just you know what i'm sick of people legislating their morality happens with it happened with marriage equality or people and who just spew lies like, because 
that's their agenda. Your morality is your morality. If that's how you choose to live your life, that's cool. And but also like, some people are too lazy. They they say this stuff because people are too lazy to actually it. look it up and know that if they looked it up, they took two seconds out of their day to look it up, they'd say, oh my gosh, that's not true. Yeah, so um, it it has just turned into a, a weird, a weird dialogue like like most things become quite muddled and a lot of misinformation flies in the in the conversation and I remember uh, one person saying that they were talking to their delegate and their delegate opposed the ERA because one of his this could mean that his ministers at church could be female okay like we're operating on we're operating off of like two different realities here like people who are worried about women living just, i got i got to say this is just it's so depressing it's that we are at a that we are at a point that we are still talking about like whoever said that I would love to have a conversation with them. A and delegate just, in Virginia. I would love to have a conversation with them uh, um, and understand their stupidity. Uh, it's just, it sucks. I would encourage anyone who's listening to this and and wants to smarten up, not like because you're dumb, but just to learn more, search ERA and Google, Google and figure out. out what's going on. And you make... Yeah, you your own it. decision, but I promise you, it's not nefarious right. and it's not a ruse to insert. It's not some. Tro- it has been described as like a Trojan horse for abortion. Like sure. this is so ridiculous. Again, just um, do your research and you'll see what's going on. How easy it is to just a uh, uh, you know say that abortion, like this thing, will cause more abortions to happen. It's like oh, I must oppose it, even though there is actually no mm. evidence or ties to it. It's amazing how how how. Um, uh, convinced people can be, or swayed people can be, based on a t- the topic of abortion. Also, the delegate you said you'd like to have a conversation with. I have been emailing and reaching out to. Who is this again? I don't know who the person is, but I'm sure I have emailed them in the past couple of weeks because I've emailed politely all of the delegates who uh, alleged, not alleged, they've been vocal about their opposition to the amendment. It's just, it's so unnecessary. It's like. Why are we still fighting for this? Why are we still asking for shouldn't a seat at the damn table? No, you shouldn't have to. And honestly, I'd like to stop talking about it because it's I making me angry. I think that's fine. It's really making me angry. And I I can't believe we talked about it for this long. I'm no. sorry. All right. That's okay. Let's talk about happy things. Uh, let's talk about the restaurant that we went to. We could talk about that. Um, let's talk about that. <laughs> it's. It's a goal of yours, and, yes. we, and you completed it. It's so a let's goal. Talk about that. What a, I posted yesterday that uh, one of my favorite things to do is to complete a food goal, and though this was such a small thing, we I, there's this deli or um, diner that I pass almost every day that I'm you know you you pass these things every day and you're just like I wonder what that's like inside, and just taking the time out of your schedule to actually go and see it, it's like. It just, you know, you have a new experience, you meet new people, you learn new things, whatever it is. And this place is just a diner in a hotel in Falls Church, Virginia. And it was, uh, it was good. We're, we've been on, the, on a mission to find a new breakfast place since a few. There are, <laughs> they're, they're very limited, limited in Manassas. Well, so. they're not limited, but we don't want chains. We don't want IHOP. Yeah. We don't want Denny's. We don't want Crackle Barrel. We don't want 
Bob Evans. Those are just, we don't like that. We like not necessarily a hole in a wall, but just kind of a good spot. It's just a good spot. This place is not commercial. This place, there's nothing really much to say about this other than it was, I enjoyed my food. Yeah, food yeah. was good. Um, it was kind of like a hole in a wall. Yeah. I say that, but it was but, a clean one. Yeah, but it was, I, again, I, I love that stuff. I really do love culture in a restaurant that you know that this History. has been around for, exactly. This has been around for a long time. Um, I like that about everything. So I knew I was going to like that restaurant the moment we walked in. The funny thing is about this area is that you would think it being anchored by D.C., that you would have a lot of uh, old restaurants that have existed since mm-hmm. the early 1900s. It's been taken but over. But it's rare around here. Yeah. It's rarer than you would think. And this area has been so focused on new development and just, you know, bulldozing an old establishment to make room for houses or a shopping center that D.C. surprisingly, mm-hmm. though there are a few, there are gems, don't get me wrong, but there are fewer fewer established restaurants than places that we visited like let's just say Green Bay for example (laughs) Green Bay had a uh, we went to a hamburger place that has been in operation Mm -hmm. I think since like 19 was it 1905 or like 1920s it's Early 1900, yeah. So it's like those are the type of things that are missing in this area, and it's just Absolutely. really strange. Yeah, you I mean, would I get th- why. I, I don't honestly. You would think, out of all the things that DC has, and DC is fantastic. The DC area is fantastic. Culture, it's missing some of that, from their restaurants to just the experience. They are missing. You know, we we laughed about this all the time, but we talked about how DC should have. You know the Lincoln Burger, or just things that are rooted, rooted in, in DC, our right? And they should have been established years and years and years ago. There is a Lincoln, what's it called, Lincoln Diner or Lincoln Cafe next to my work? Well, because I the, work near Ford's Theater, where right? I, but for those who watched Scandal when yeah. it was on, no, they used no. to what? <laughs> Nothing. Whatever. They used to have. They used to go to different places that were so rooted in D.C. and all type of stuff. And it used to piss me off because... They don't exist. <laughs> we don't have that stuff, which is so stupid why we don't. Every major city that we have gone to on vacation or visited has those places. Well, and not it, just like one or two. They're everywhere in the Getty's, city. Gettysburg or something? Yeah, it, but it's like they're everywhere. And for some reason, D.C. just rests on its laurels and... You know, it's it's DC, it's lawmakers, it's power, it's conservative it's just, town. Like it's just, you know, it's really it's transient. <clears throat> so uh, a lot of people leave pretty quickly when they move to the area. So maybe that's why mm. some people don't settle as as long as uh, other areas. And then there's also the, you know, again redev like a lot of redevelopment like let's build this brand new office space on top of something that has been around for a while so it's like i guess it's just it should be more i agree so you can start a restaurant no uh well that was a cool experience yeah i like that i enjoyed it i enjoy eating food yeah (laughs) (laughs) who doesn't should we... What'd you complete this week? I actually completed a lot of things. Tell me more. Um, the first thing we'll talk about is s'mores. Mm. So oh, gosh. something that 
I did when I was really, really, really young, which I'm sure everybody else did, was make a s'more. And I haven't Why done... Why do you say that? It's so funny. S'more? You say, like, s'more. Like, s'more. s'more. Not like s'mores. S'more. You like s'more. Okay. <laughs> so when I was young, I made s'mores. And now it was, I don't know, probably the last time I had one, I was five. Mm. Um, I don't go camping. So I don't... I, I hate camping and i can't think of a time where people make s'mores unless they camp or they're outside and i don't like that so last year i think i was watching something on tv and someone had a s'more and it was so gooey and it was melting off of uh the whatever thing they were holding it on and their fingers were all sticky and i i thought to myself i've got to have one why would i not like it and so we I bought this thing on Amazon. This unnecessary contraption. Yes. Um, and this shows how little I knew about making a s'more. I bought this because I'm like, oh, this is, it does everything I want it to do. When in reality, the only thing I need to do is roast a marshmallow. It's like the iWatch of kitchen appliances. <laughs> Whatever. And so Chris, Chris it's buys Apple this. Apple Watch, by the way. Yeah, or sorry, Apple Watch of kitchen appliances. Chris buys this, like, Contraption. Contraption that supposedly roasts marshmallows. And I said to him, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And then Chris said, it was only $20. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, fire is free, Chris. Yeah. What, and again, to what show. What are you doing? It just goes to show you that I knew nothing about how to, how to make one. And so the only thing you need is a fire to roast a marshmallow. And then the graham cracker and the chocolate, and you put it together, and boom, you got a s'more. You're like an alien. Or you were like just sent or to this I'm, earth. Or I'm black and we don't camp. That's untrue. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And I knew it was gonna bother people. you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just don't limit just yourself based on your skin color. But anyway, I don't want to spend too much time on this because it's, it's a s'more, and, and everyone, yeah, everyone has had one. But anyway, I love them. I thought it was really good, and I don't like marshmallows. But put that together with the chocolate, mwah, it was fantastic. Something else I did was I watched the first season, and it's only six episodes, of The Office. It's only six episodes? Only six. Wow. Yeah. And it's 30 minutes, so really it's like 20 minutes. What? Yeah. Huh. And the reason why I decided to do that, I, it's one of those Seinfeld things, and that was one of my goals I had as well Couple in years, years past. So many people reference. You ever seen that episode of The Office? Or actually, they don't say that. They say, they say, you remember that episode of The Office? And I'm like, no, I don't. Because I don't watch that show. Like, I don't, you know, I don't. There was a time in my life where I didn't find some of that stuff humorous. And now I'm old enough to find most of it hilarious. We had this conversation, too, when you were saying that you were going through your list. And I said, why wouldn't you like The Office? Right. It's just like Phil Dunphy, but like the whole... Modern Family. Modern Family. Yeah. Which like I love. A whole, like the whole thing is that type of comedy. Yeah. And so I watched the first season, and it's hilarious. It's really funny. I get why people like it a lot. Uh, I started watching the second season. I'm just, you know, I'm not going to fly through it. I want to appreciate them. But Did you laugh at every episode, do you think? I laughed out loud at every episode, for sure. And it was sure. 2005? I can't remember. But that's a long time ago. Exactly. Um, I definitely laughed out loud at every episode, not to the point where I was going to faint because I had no more oxygen left. Well, but, do you do that often? Well, there are some shows <laughs> that put me on the floor. 
But yes, it was it was really funny, and I highly recommend that show. But of course, I fifteen know, years later, yeah, Chris, everyone. By the way, everyone, stop what you're doing yeah. and watch The Office because Chris recommends it. Fifteen right. years later, uh, again, it's one of those things where I'm slow to the uh, to get to the party, but I saw it, and it's great, and I'll continue to watch it. So another success of a goal. Cha-ching. Uh, something else. Yeah. I watched SpongeBob now, SquarePants. That's even older, right? I don't know. Uh, so well, you do like classic backstory media. behind this is if you are a fan of Twitter like I am, there are so many sports related memes that go straight to SpongeBob. And I was tired of being on the outside of these jokes and I wanted to start watching that show to figure out what's what. So I you know, I only watched like three or four episodes, but the show is hilarious and the show is definitely geared towards an an adult audience. Um, of course, kids watch it and they enjoy it and they have a good time, but it's geared towards an older audience, and it's really funny. Mm. I wish that was one of the cartoons that are around when I was mm-hmm. little. It's it's a funny show. Um, it it can be. I don't. It's just funny. I'll just put it like that. That was really. Um, I'm glad I put that on my goals. Are you watching anymore? Of course, yeah. Um, there's just so much TV. <laughs> there's so much good TV. I can't just. You know, allocate some time to okay, SpongeBob today. And Chris is still watching The Sopranos as I, with me as I go through as part of my goal to get to watch the entire season, all the seasons of The Sopranos. But I must a lot of TV viewing for you, right? And I must say, flipping to The Sopranos now, the last time I watched The Sopranos was twenty years ago, and it amazes me how much. I don't remember from watching that show. Like, I remember the big bullet points that happened, but I don't remember the little small subplots. Well, I hope you don't. You'd no, have but like a it's like, it's, no, that's not true that because be some of my researched. favorite shows of all time, I remember every little thing that happened. But wasn't one of your favorite shows no, of all wasn't. time? No, it wasn't. It wasn't, but it was a show that I remember at the in the moment I loved. Yeah. But now watching it again 20 years later, which is insane just to say, but watching it now it's like i have a different appreciation for the show and i enjoy certain parts of the show that i didn't then and i love it now well it's because you are as old as james gandolfini was in the first season which i know that sounds stupid but it's true it's i'm older it's shocking. I'm older no he was 38 okay whatever <laughs> it's you know i i know for a fact when i watched it the first time i didn't like uh, uncle junior Oh, God! I didn't like him when I watched it for the first time. And now, without question, he's my favorite character in the How show. How did you not like I him? I didn't like him. I did not like his character. And now I look at it, and it's like I couldn't watch the show without him. Mm-hmm. It's really weird. So, yeah, mm-hmm. um, 20 years later. come around. I didn't come around time from liking the show. Time heals all wounds. Oh, my God. It doesn't even make sense. It doesn't, but. Okay. What else have you done? Neti Pot. Uh, Okay, neti pot business. I don't know how many people listening to this actually have done this, but I don't get sick. I I have sinus infections, and I'm sick of it. It's really frustrating. Being a teacher, you can't wash your hands enough. You can't have antibacterial soap around you enough. There's nothing you can do to avoid germs. So I decided to use a neti pot, and... That, oh, Chris only gets sinus infections. That's it. I, 
I just said that. I know, but like, I'm just saying, like, that's that's, that's it. it. That's it. I don't get, get sick. That. I don't get like, oh, he's just got the common it's cold. It's like, here it's it comes a sinus again. Infection. I exactly. can tell within yeah. the first hour. <laughs> no doubt about it. So I I used it, and let me tell you, it is a weird feeling. You are taking, you know, fluid, water. So gross. Going through one nostril, and you can kind of feel it go through your head and then go out of your other nostril it's really really weird are you worried that your brain's gonna come out in order for my brain to come out i would have to have a brain Mm. in okay the jury still out on Mm -hmm. that one uh i've only done it once right now but i plan on doing it even after the show and i again it's another goal that i'm happy to watch you do it no you're not can't i can't that's not happening why not no because i'm putting water up my nose and watching snot come out on the other end. I've seen worse from uh, you. First off, I don't think you have. I want to see it in action. Then do it yourself. I don't. That's gross to no, me. I'm not, no, you're not You're not having a play-by-play of this. You don't want to share these moments with me? No, this I don't. This like, this could bring us closer together. Nope. Sorry, that's not happening. Aw, that's too bad. Yeah, it sure I'm is. I'm going to put in a hidden camera and film you and live stream it out here so I can watch it. If you had an Apple Watch, you could do that. <laughs> but, I do yeah. with your watch. Um, I, you know, I'm not going to talk about that anymore, but I'll just say this. For those who might have a sinus infection or have trouble with sinuses, I don't. it's not going to cure it. I'm still going to get sinus infections. But it does help. It certainly helps. Uh, and you know... We'll see. Time will tell. You know, it's, it's weird because that stuff definitely helps with sinus infections you know what doesn't help with sinus infections Hmm. losing an animal (gasps) that's a terrible transition (laughs) of course oh no before we go on our dogs are okay Uh, our dogs are fine they're currently eating right now you're good don't die i was just being super Um, with the transition that's harsh uh no i my sister well hold on what? So yes, we're moving to the next topic. Um, we're moving on. Our to dogs are fine, but unfortunately, dying. Right, Pets unfortunately, dying and in, ripping um, your heart out of your chest. Unfortunately, with Lissa's family, um, her sister lost one of her pets. Yeah, my sister had to put her cat down, and uh, my nephew. Uh, he is some my nephew. nephew looking down on us, kitty kitty. He's my nephew, even though I couldn't pet him because I was allergic to him. And he did, he, you know, wasn't well. She decided to put him down, which is, she made the right decision. Yeah, she did. And it just makes me realize that as, as it did when we had to put down our dog, family dog Toto, it's like these animals are so important to our lives and they bring so much joy and it, they live such short lives. It's just, it's, it makes me sad that these dumb little creatures Make, dumb little I say that lovingly. These dumb little creatures, they, they hurt so bad when they're gone. Because no, they bring does. so much happiness. Yeah, uh, I mean, just because they're not humans doesn't mean we don't love them like they weren't a human. I mean, we love our dogs. They are a part of our family. Just like anyone who has a dog knows what I'm talking about. I love them like they are family because they are. So when they die... It's they leave just such a such a an void. imprint on your heart yeah. and soul, and then they're gone, and it's just it's just it's just so sad. It makes me sad to think about like a human. Same it thing. makes me sad to think about our po- little poopies dying, and I sometimes will just 
well up and when I think about it because I will miss them so much and I try to appreciate them of course as often as I can except for when I'm yelling at them <laughs> and <laughs> but they're just like our it just makes you think about like dog mortality is I'm not thinking about human mortality I just think about pet mortality and they're just such sweet little creatures and they love you unconditionally and you can look as ugly as you want you can have so many pimples on your face you can have curlers in your hair but anytime you you get home they love you like it's the first time they've seen you and they just it's like that's the type of love i want in a human unconditional because exactly there's no judgment they will love you no matter what man woman's best friend and also on that note since i learned that it only took 30 seconds to euthanize the cat that um why can't we do that with humans yeah it this is the thing where, you know, your sister, Natalie, she had a cat she loved greatly. She didn't want the cat to suffer anymore, so she wanted to take it out, take it out of its misery as quick as possible. So they did, and it was a shot. Um, no pain. 30 seconds later, you know, didn't the cat naturally just fell asleep. No and suffering. It was it. Yeah, no suffering. And, again, this is a, this is a weird kind of segue to why can't we do that with humans but but it is like why can't we do that with humans I mean, my, it's their life my mom visits people in facilities i mean like the equivalent of like nursing homes late-term aging facilities and the amount of suffering that she sees and these people who are living lives that are not actually like they're not living you know, they're just existing and they can't, they're a shell they might not be able to move to or they yeah. might not be able to like literally cannot move and have, you know, someone has to hold their head up when they drink or whatever it, whatever it is. And it's like the fact that we, these people have been, this particular person I'm thinking about has been in this state for like 20, 30 years at this point. It's like, what yeah. is the point of living like that? Well, and it should be up to this individual that's to, what I was to say. decide whether or right. not they want to live yeah. on this earth given those constraints and if you have religious reasons for why you wouldn't want to do it for yourself keep it to your to keep to yourself well again but that's their life want to die that's their life if if something happened to me and i didn't want to go through the years and years of agony and suffering and someone could say you know we can give you this shot and you would fall asleep peacefully and, and and pass away that way sign me the fuck up like i don't understand how this is even a debate it's it's so stupid when you think about it it's one thing if one person had control of everyone else and said okay you have cancer we're going to put you down now but it's your life you should be you should be in charge of it and if you want to go peacefully and not have not rack up medical bills not put your family through suffering from seeing you you know, from being 200 pounds to 110 pounds. Yeah, in front of their and they're eyes. watching you. And that's going to be an image that they can't get out of their head. And I've talked to many people who have gone through that. I've been through that. I've seen people get sick. And unfortunately, just, you know, you can see they're just not themselves anymore. And you just feel so bad. And it's an image that you can't get out of your head. I just don't understand why we, as a country, as a society culture don't say this is wrong we should we should fix this and but it's weird to me and then the people of course everyone goes to the extreme well then people who want to commit suicide will do it it's like 
for God's sake, we're talking about instances where people are at the end of their lives and they don't want to suffer anymore. Like, yeah, but... Uh, and also... Uh, who cares? <laughs> it's who their cares? life. It's their life. It's... I don't get it. This is... It's your life. You have one. You do with it whatever you want. If I want to go eat chips right, right. now, I'll go do we that. We can all slowly I'll kill do ourselves. It, exactly. Right. If I want to go eat five pounds of fast food, no, that's not going to kill me tonight. Maybe, but... Down the road. It, it's, it's certainly, without question, going to kill me later. So just because I'm not using a needle to kill me immediately, rest assured, with everything that is legal in grocery stores and fast food places... I, I'm going to die just the same. It's just so strange to me With that we have these hang Medical costs. Again, it's based on religion it, and it's, it's crap. Yeah, I know. And, and my, my thought to that is if your faith is so strong, then nothing can shake it. And you, you we should not be legislating based on anyone's uh, Separation faith. of church and state. Anyone's faith. But for some reason, that no re, No religion, just yeah. legality. And um, there that is. Well, we went far, far away from... Natalie's cat, but we did. But rest in peace, rest Kitty. In, rest in peace, Kitty. The na- the cat's name was actually Kitty. Um, so I'm going to drink some of my um, brass monkey for the. You do that for the dog. Cheers for the cat. Sorry. Damn. I said dog. I was looking at Optimus. Disrespectful. No, thank you. My stomach hurts from that little bit of alcohol. Mm. That's all I have. All right. Um, that was a nice send off. For the kitty. It was. We've had multiple times for the kitty. Actually. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's January, but we have a lot of things going. There's a lot of things to come. Um, I I feel like out of every year that we've been doing this, we've started off stronger this year than we ever have. Hmm. Um, we Maybe are really like a fine wine. We're getting better with age. I don't think so. Okay. Nope. Nope, you are, because mm. of course you are. Mm-hmm. You're so amazing and beautiful mm-hmm. and outstanding and lovely. Mm-hmm. I'm just cold. You are too, Chris. No, I'm really cold. Um, <laughs> again, I'd like to thank everybody for listening. And if you have any questions or if there's any one of you who happen to look at our great goldrush.com uh, um website yeah. and see goals that you can help us with please help, help. if you have any questions help. speak right now and we'll answer back to you okay um no go. yes okay um that was good sure all right you should do that you should not answer things when you don't hear anybody talking you should go do that one thing okay uh, i would uh. <laughs> did you want to do a would you rather of course i don't I feel do. like singing i'm very mellow tonight nope Give it to me. What do you rather? That was Michael Lisa McDonald. doing Michael McDonald. Thank right. you. Would you rather? Mm, that's not. She's, that's an age well. I'm sorry. We just opened the um, Would You Rather book. So Lisa's trying to find the best one because there was one that I saw something He's, about a Justin Timberlake. No, was that one? it was Robin Williams. Oh, I God. Didn't wanna, no. I didn't want to touch yeah, that. No, no, no. Uh, would you rather allow loud heckling at greens? It's like oh, golf? You have just been hired by the head of the PGA to change one rule. Okay. Would you rather allow loud heckling at greens or require golfers to tee off of their caddy's crotch? I'll tell you what I Damn. want. No, no. This is... I'm about to, I did not know I was about to get fired up over this one. <laughs> um, I, would allow, I would allow heckling at golfers 
it pisses me off that these weak golfers have, and I'm talking to Tiger Woods now because I know you're listening. He complains so much when someone makes the smallest noise when they're in their backswing. Who cares? You play golf. You should be able to deal with noise. Oh, I'm sorry. You can't concentrate. It's called a sport. Do it. Every other sport you have to deal with. Loud noise, people yelling, people screaming at you. But for some reason, golf, you're supposed to be quiet. That's nonsense. There's one thing about golf that I can't stand, and that's why I don't consider it a quote-unquote sport. So So I would absolutely allow people yelling and everything else when they're about to do anything in golf it's such a weak and if you can do it you're an even if you can get through it it's just you're weak. an even better person like, oh my to gosh be able to everyone shh, shh 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 they're about they're about to swing and then if someone takes a picture or someone goes eh, and they're like oh my gosh what's wrong with you it's just weak it's a weak sport by weak men and women who can't deal with thanks, that uh, thanks that i appreciate that we're just an afterthought I said men and women. What's your answer? Afterthought. I don't give a shit because I don't so watch golf. So why'd you golf, read that but one? But I do want to see golfers tee off on their caddies' crotches. I think that might be a human rights violation. Oh, but nonetheless, sure if the caddy agreed to it, I think that that would be really fun to watch because it would require a level of precision and the stakes would be quite high if you got hit in the junk. You okay. Don't even know. You have just been hired by the head of the PJ again. Oh come on! Would you rather fill bunkers with thousands of fire ants or quicksand? Quicksand. I like the idea of fire ants. Can I tell you a story about me and fire ants? I know the story. You want to tell them? About I will it. tell the group of people, the Chihuahuas listening, that Cross when I lived Chihuahuas. in New Orleans, uh, when I was a child, I was only a baby and I was still wearing diapers and I ended up sitting on a mound of fire like a fire ant li- living quarters of New Orleans fire ants and they got all up in my diaper they got all up in everything and I still have everything. everything no maybe not everything but I still have scars on my forearm of fire ants where they bit me and I told my sister, I used to lie to her. I used to make up stories when we'd travel. And I told her that some, like, monster bit me because there's, like, it looks like fang marks. Well, it's funny because she's pointing to a place right now on her forearm and there's nothing there. You can see it. <laughs> uh, first off, I'm so pale that it's there's hard to see a white there. scar on I, my you're body. You're pointing look, and you keep pointing and it's like, look, all I see is whiteness. White, white, white. Those yep. little dots, those yep. are fire ant marks. Yep. I call that... White. Yeah. That's all I see is white. <laughs> Look at these marks. I didn't They're white. say that they were gruesome. I just, mm-hmm. I'm just pointing them out that I still have them, thirty plus thirty something years later. Can you give me? I'm sorry. Can you give me one more? Would you rather and not be sports related, so you can actually participate here? Those are weak. No one cares about golf or the PGA. Sorry to my golfers out there. But let's be real. Ain't nobody care. Would you rather have your genitalia located on the top of your head? Oh! Or the bottom of your left foot? Things to consider. Jogging, hats, the sexual act, and masturbation. (laughs) (laughs) Well, definitely. left foot. That would be painful. Why? Optimus' little toy. You step on that with your No, I hear you, but I... I 
can't put it on my head. No, you can't do that. I'll I choose left foot. I have to choose a foot too. But on your head? Come on. Yeah. Would you rather have a permanent smile or a permanent erection? Smile. Things to consider. Church, visiting grandma, and funerals. Smile. <laughs> At a funeral. Yeah. <laughs> you can at least pull that off. I'm like, I'm just remembering the good times with them. But like, you know. Uh, what would you do funny. with that one? Well, I can't get an erection. Well, so if you were a guy. I would say, oh, I would say smile, permanent smile, only because it would discourage men from yelling at me to smile on the streets, which happens quite often. What would be really funny is if you if they said not just a smile, but a black hole sun smile. Mm. <laughs> that would be better. Purely, pure warped smile. Yes, that would be fantastic. And I'd still go for that before permanent erection. Mm-hmm. All right. This was clearly written by guys. Yeah, well, it's it from Heimberg and Gomberg. Justin Heimberg and David Gomberg. There you go. All right, ladies and gents, crossing CrossFit chihuahuas everywhere. Can't even get that right. I said crossing instead of CrossFit. It's Gosh, not that bad. So rude. Uh, sorry to all those folks out there. We're out. I'm done. Anything else? Nope. Thanks for listening, and we will talk Adios, to you soon. Adios, chihuahuas. Visit www.greatgoalrush.com for our bucket list archive. And if you want to follow us on social, you can find us on Facebook at Great Goal Rush. Thanks for listening.